Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Hooray! We're back. We survived Christmas. Sort of. And somehow made it into a new year. Amy, did you get any fun hockey presents for Christmas? I got actually like not many hockey presents for Christmas, which is odd. Um, But the the one fun thing that I did get was handmade hockey present. It's just an ornament that looks like a little tiny pillow and it's like an inch big and I'm like making pictures with my hands because that's good podcasting and stitched onto it is a weagle that my sister made for me and it's very, very awesome. We did post a picture of that on our Twitter. We did. Um, you can view that maybe if you scroll back far enough yeah. on uh, Pucker Up Podcast. I I didn't get much hockey stuff for Christmas either. I got a couple of Funko Pops. Oh, I didn't realize you did. Yeah, they're in the in the office in there. Um, I got um, I got an Austin Matthews, and I got a uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Ooh. So I still don't have any defensemen, so I don't know how I'm gonna make my Funko Pop hockey team. But I don't know if there are many defensemen available in the Funko. Um, Brent Burns. You can get Brent Burns, and you can get Eric Carlson. So I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah, seriously, those are two to get. I can't. I keep meaning to get the Brent Burns one because it's really funny because it's got the little the bun on top of it. But I keep not getting it. I did get home to my big box of Swedish shit. Yay! On Christmas Eve. So that was really exciting to come into the house and that was sitting in the living room. So I opened that up and went through all of it while the puppy licked the back of my head. <laughs> For those of you who may have missed it, Julie bid on a big box of Swedish shit from I, the Devils. Yes, you can see a full photo, pictorial, whatever, on our website at PuckerUpHockey.com of the entire contents of the box of the Better Habs basket that Marcus Johansson's wife put together for their Hockey Fights Cancer fundraiser. We intended to get each other Whaler Canes jerseys for Christmas. However, well, it's still happening, but with a there's a rub. A couple of different ones, actually. They didn't go on sale until December twenty fourth. Yeah, and even the then, it was it was the twenty third because that was the day of the actual. Right, game. and I I like was looking. I didn't get to look until I got to the hotel room in Dallas that night, mm. and I was like, shit, we were getting ready to go to the game because we went to a friend, my friend Katie at Katie MCF on Twitter, who is a friend of the podcast. And I drove down from my hometown in Oklahoma to Dallas to see the Dallas Stars play the New York Islanders. And we got to the hotel room in Dallas and I was like, oh, I can finally look. And then found out that they didn't have any that were customizable. You could only get blanks. Yeah. And then it was a few days, maybe even a week. Was it almost New Year's Eve before we could figure out how to get ones with names on them? I finally thought last week, last Sunday, or no. Not Sunday. What fucking day did I order it on? Like Thursday? Thursday. I finally thought like last Wednesday, I was like, wait, what if I call the I, which is what their team store is called, and see if they ship, first of all, if they ship, mm-hmm. and second of all, if they still have Whaler Canes jerseys, which they did, and we're having them shipped to us. And one thing that I did find out, they don't do heat press there. And that's why it's taking us so long to get them. Ah. Because he was like, yeah, we have to send them out and get them stitched. And I was like, you guys don't do heat press. And he's like, oh, no, no. And it doesn't cost more. It's just how we do it here. That, you know, Kettler might be advised that that might be a way to go. Because frankly, I'd rather have some, at no cost difference, I'd rather have something sent out and stitched. Well, Kettler does charge a cost difference for stitched and heat press. So, I mean... This particular, I don't know. He said they only do heat press at games. Right. Well, so do the Caps. Well, not if you're going to Keller, because Keller's mm. not ever at games. <laughs> yeah, but there is a state, there's a whole, that oh, yeah. thing at the main entrance is all heat So, press. yes, they had Whaler Kings jerseys. But, yes, they ship them. However, what Amy wanted was a Sylvain Turgeon jersey. And when I asked them, he was like, well, we can't do that because a year after a player retires, their rights revert back to them from the Players Association. So you have to get written permission 
from the player to be able to get a retired player's name put on a jersey. So Amy's not That's getting... That's a bunch of bushies what that is. But the Sylvain Terjean jersey, unfortunately. But I'm going to get one that says Weems. Whaler Weems, which the guy didn't even bat an eyelash at, so he must hear some really weird shit. Mm. That's all I have for like follow-up stuff. Uh, well, unless you count... Our Jor- first news item. Our Jory Laterra finally being formally charged with the purchase of cocaine. Yes, well, and is it just the purchase or is there, 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 there did all, you run the ring? All we know? I saw was with the purchase Ooh. of cocaine. Um, if you recall, over the summer, right before, either right before training camp started or right before regular season started, yeah. some um, news stories started coming out about a drug ring that was being operated out of Philadelphia Flyers player Jory Laterra's, like, beach house. In Finland? In, he's Finnish, yeah. yes. And... They were not implicating him at the time, and he was saying he didn't know anything about it, <laughs> which kind of seems fake, given that it was being operated out of his beach house, you but think. now he's finally been charged. I haven't seen anything since they charged him. I like he Has he even been playing for the Flyers this season? I don't think so. I haven't been paying much attention. I'll, I'll pay attention tomorrow night, and yeah. I'll know. <laughs> That's I was just going to say, we can check on that The only tomorrow. thing I've been paying attention to is their goalie problems. Dude. They're back on the schneid. Um, um, did they ever leave the schneid? Well, Neuwirth is hurt again. I'll skip I'll skip down a bullet. Yeah. Neuwirth is hurt again, of course, because... Michael Bones of Glass Neuwirth. So they claimed Mike McKenna off waivers from Vancouver. Oh. He had gotten traded to Vancouver from... Calgary. I'm relying on your hockey brain on this one. Um, I don't know. Because Vancouver traded somebody. <laughs> Anders Nilsson. Oh. For Mike McKenna, and then put Mike, they put Mike McKenna on waivers so they could call up So a Carter Hart, I'm, I'm back on Philly. Carter Hart was the sixth goalie this season, so this makes the seventh? If McKenna plays, he'll tie the league record. Jeez. And if they play, and there's still half a season left, they could very well break, break a record. I wouldn't They're be certainly trying. I mean, just for shits and giggles, at, at some point... If they have absolutely nothing to lose, they should just throw Gritty in goal for the night to break a record. They, you know, remember last season when Chicago had to put in that emergency goalie mm-hmm. and he only faced like three shots or something right. like that? Put Gritty in. I'm put Gritty you. in just for like three shots. I mean, although one of those shots was from Patrick Line. Since we're on the subject of Philadelphia, I will be going to Philly for a game. Mm-hmm. My cousin offered up his extra ticket to Philly versus the Caps in March to me over Christmas. So my Maybe. goal is now to meet the gritty. If you don't bring me back a stuffed gritty, oh the we stuffed gritties, not friends anymore. No, the stuffed gritties are on the list, man. Trust me. Like, I was like, I said right away to my cousin, I was like, we gotta meet gritty. I gotta get stuffed gritties. Other than gritty that, pucks, stuffed gritties, gritty t-shirts. Gritty merchandise. Gritty, gritty, gritty. Gritty, gritty, gritty. We went to Star Wars night in Hershey last night. It wasn't great. No, it was kind of a, I mean, for being Star Wars night, and I missed the second intermission, but it didn't look like it was very Star Wars-y. It wasn't Star Wars-y. Most of their, like, Star Wars theming, it's fun because they play in the Star Wars jerseys. It's fun because instead of the bear... Growl, they have the, the Chewbacca, Chewbacca, the Wookiee call. They, I mean, like, everything's Star Wars themed, and it's fun. Um, nothing's ever going to top the time that I got a full Joey Tribbiani from a dude in a Stormtrooper costume. That was Like a top, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, God. Like a top five most bizarre thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Because once you've gotten, like, the head nod from the Stormtrooper, you're like, what do you, like, what you do you do with your life? can't be the same. Yeah. No guy can ever hit on you ever again because you've gotten the Joey Trebbiani from, from a stormtrooper. Storm so uh, that was a weird thing. That yeah, happened. and most of the people that I saw in cosplay were on the young Padawan side, at least that I could tell. There's a really good Boba Fett there. There were some good costumes. Um, but uh, I kind of expected because they did they did do Star Wars night one time at the Caps. Mm. I don't know if it was. It might have been the year before you got your season tickets. I don't. Uh. Because they actually had 
people come out on the ice during intermission and the You're mites right, on ice dressed like Yoda. You're right, because I went. I was there. I oh, remember them. The mites on ice were dressed like Yoda. Some were Yoda and some were um, Chewbacca. Ewoks. Oh, they were yeah. Ewoks. Little, little Chewbacca's. <laughs> Not the same species, Amy. I know. Um, no, I mean, it's fun to do. Like, the devils do it. The devils are doing 80s night. On uh, Thursday, and I'm real jealous because they do theme nights up. Dude, they should make the guys wear fucking mullets. Shit. I mean, it is the 80s after all. (laughs) I want the I want the Danico Ghostbuster 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 Uh, The game itself, uh, we were sitting next to this linesman who was horrific. Oh my god! This guy. No, I, he was a ref, wasn't he? The, well, I mean, he, no, his, he had. Was he? Forty three. Yeah, he had a. He, he had orange on him. Okay, he sucked. He, the bears well, kind of sucked too. And at one point, I yelled, "He has a big history test tomorrow. Cut him some slack." I would not have been surprised if that kid was a kid. Like, he he looked very young. He definitely looked like he hadn't been refing very long, and he refed like he hadn't been refing very long. He. I watched him for a good, you know, minute, two minutes straight just to watch what he was watching, kind of. And he literally just skated around and watched the hockey game. Like, he didn't look like he was paying attention beyond that. Like, there he was on the ice with hockey players. And he got in the way so much. Like, he couldn't concentrate on where he located himself. Never mind calling a penalty. There were so And then many... he called that boarding that was not, not boarding. boarding. Tripping, maybe, but the dude was falling. Mm-hmm. And there were so many sticks all over the ice all night. Not, I don't think there was one slashing call all night. I think you're right. There were three different delay of game calls, though, which is, I think, the most I've ever seen in a game. Except for that time, Philly was really trying to lose the game for themselves. And no. then the bracelets got thrown on the ice. Yeah. That was a wild night. It was. I feel bad for the Bears because they do a really good job of taking the puck away. Or they did last night, did a really good job of taking the puck away from the Admirals. The problem was they then couldn't hang on to it long enough or to do anything with it. put it in the net. Well, they couldn't hang on to it long enough to do anything with it. And whenever they, on the few occasions that they did, they decided it needed to be passed between at least six different sticks before it ever went to order. I think that's systemic of our organization. I think so. But, and then another thing I wanted to say, because we discussed this. While we were sitting there, Ilya Samsonov is not that good. Not right now, at least. I don't know if he's going to get better. I don't know if it's because he's just come over. But if he's the future of the franchise, he we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that because... He needs some major Mitch Korn work. Like, I think yeah. he needs... He needs... I think some of it might be that he's, he's quote-unquote, new. That yeah. there's still a big language barrier, I'm sure. The and goals he let in, he shouldn't have let in, though. No, I think... How old is he? Do we know? 21, I think. Some of it, at least when he was on the end on the end that we were on, and I was able to look at it, he just looked... He looked scared of pucks. Your goalie can't be scared of pucks. Yeah. Like, he... he... Having seen both Vanacek and Sam Sonov play, you would take Vanacek. Oh, I would. At this point, yes. Unless something drastic happens. And the dudes in front of us were like, at some point, just yelled, Bring in VTAC! Look! I know. And the poor little girl behind us, I felt just like her at one point. And I don't know if you heard her because I responded to her. But she leaned over to her mom and she said, I don't like this game anymore. Oh, yeah. I did hear her say that. (laughs) And I turned around and I said, You're not alone. Our next item... And we have a little bit to add to it today. We do? Alex Ovechkin has announced that he won't attend the All-Star Game. I knew that part. Um, He was named Captain of the Metro Division, which... He was voted. Voted Captain of the Metro Division, which always bewilders me how much controversy that seems to cause. We're like, oh, well, they... It's rigged. Like, in what universe the NHL rigs something in favor of Alex Ovechkin? In a universe where we know it gets eyes on a television, but... Over Sidney Crosby? That's an excellent point. I think the whole rigged nonsense stems from the fact that nobody ever sees the voting yeah, results. Yeah, they don't say, show the results anymore. They did last year. 
I don't think they did. I think that's where it all started. Well, they didn't show the results. They showed how many votes each was getting. Okay. So we knew Ovi was in the lead last year. Right, yeah. But now it's just like this big double blind, like, all right, people are voting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, Ovi's announced he won't attend it because he wants to rest. He wants to go on vacation and spend Let's time. load up on dad strength. On, his, on vacation with his hot wife and his chunky baby mm-hmm. and rest and get ready for the second half of the season. Well, today, the Montreal Canadiens announced that Carey Price is not going to attend the All-Star Game. Oh, well, he probably shouldn't. Because he has a nagging injury that they want to take care of. They I mean, want him to be able to rest so that he can be good for the second half of the season. Well, right now, they're in a playoff spot. I mean... So, but... Not my point. I know. Please, point me in the direction of all the people flipping out about how Carey Price is disrespecting the fans by not going to the All-Star Game. You can't. No. Because they're not saying that because he's a good Canadian boy that plays for the Montreal Canadiens and not a selfish Russian. Well, but he's also Carey Price. Fucking Carey Price, I swear to God. I mean, Do they not there aren't say- people flocking to the stadiums to see Carey Price. That's true. Also, do they not say things like that about Carey Price because they're afraid that he'll appear at the end of their bed in the night and, like, suck their souls out? He's scary. He's scary Canada dad basic. He's, like, stalker Canada dad basic. But, yeah, I mean, they don't... There's several reasons why they don't say that. One of them is probably the one that you said. The other is probably the fact that people know that Carey Price, like, as goes Carey Price, so do the haves. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Habs fans are like, great, rest him up. Um, but nobody screamed and shouted, at least not to my knowledge, although I try to pay as little attention to Sidney Crosby as possible. Well, but you don't have the narrative of, well, Sidney Crosby's going to go with Carey Price. Because Carey Price could not give less of a fuck about Sidney Crosby. Well, no, but... Yeah, there's no in. there's no manufactured rivalry around Sidney Crosby and Carey Price the way there is around Crosby and Ovechkin. No, and that's only because they had the same draft year. They didn't! Oh, you're right. They were one, one after the other. If anything, there should be manufactured rivalry around Malkin and Ovechkin, but you never hear them mention Malkin. It's always Crosby. Good Canadian boy. Who apparently was... Perfectly within his rights and didn't piss in anybody's cornflakes when he was injured and could not go to Yeah, at least Ovi didn't lie about it. Yeah. The My favorite part was people saying, well, Sydney would never. Bullshit. There's literally a rule that was instated that you get suspended for a game if you skip the All-Star game because Sidney Crosby kept skipping it. Hello? It's literally a joke to everyone else. The Sydney, like what? What ailment will Sidney Crosby have this year to skip the All Star game? I forget who the writer was, but there was a a Pittsburgh beat writer or a blogger or somebody on Twitter who immediately, when the Ovi news came out, said pretty much Sydney would never. Oh, he got, got dragged. Piled he got on wrecked. so quick and so hard. It was fun to watch. Oh no, because I jumped on that. You scroll back far enough on our Twitter, you can find that. That was probably when I was in the depths of this sickness that you hear the remnants of right now. Amy's got plague. Yeah. Amy hasn't been. Uh, the Bears game was Amy's first hockey game in a long time. Since well, no, before since the, Christmas. No, since the twenty eighth, because I went to the one in Reading briefly, very, very briefly. But I was at the hockey game. I saw hockey's. So, speaking of being suspended for skipping the All Star game. Mm-hmm. What's the message, Gary? When you don't punish dudes like Ryan Reeves for cheap-shotting Tom Wilson, because it's Tom Wilson. And or for conduct unbecoming off of the ice Ugh. from all that other bullshit. If you don't suspend guys for concussing guys by elbowing, well, you let a guy who's suspended for five games go to the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. But you suspend a guy... For not going to the All-Star Game, which is a farce anyway. Well... Like, it's fun to watch the skills comp, but the game itself is terrible. I was listening to Dangle earlier, well, a few days ago, and he said, you know those honest trailers that you see online for movies? He's like, here's the honest trailer for the All-Star Game, if you're... If, if you're a player. Hey, you want to play a really meaningless game hungover? Sounds about right. That's why Holtby is always so shitty and gold at the All-Star game. Ding, 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 ding. I hadn't even thought of that, but yes, you're exactly right. 
We should, you know what? And if he's going to wear one of those ugly hats to the All-Star game this year, they should make him drink out of it. Oh my God. I'm just saying. It's, you know, because Steve said he went to the All-Star game when it was in Columbus. He said it's, he didn't name any players' names. He's like, that's all they do is drink. Until they it. have to do something other than drink. I remember Obi squirting vodka in people's mouths a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. He wasn't fucking around. I saw the faces they made. Mm-hmm. Some of them were not expecting that. No. Probably including Sid. Although, I don't know if he... I don't think he got Sid. He got Wayne Simmons, who was who was not prepared. I think Wayne Simmons and Shea Weber and somebody else. Yeah, it was. but it was basically, it's, it's a game of shinny, and they're hungover. That's it. Beer League Hockey at its finest. Yeah. Nationally televised. So the point is, what's the message, Gary, when you're allowing a player who is suspended for five games for deliberately injuring another player? And I don't care. I don't fucking care what you say. I believe to the depths of my soul that what Marshawn did to Johansson was deliberate and I will die on this hill. Well, sure, because Marshawn's a little shit. And who, to go to the game and play in the game. Oh, and and play up the whole, I'm the villain, everybody hates me shit while you're there. But you're going to suspend a player who's like, no, I think I'll skip this media circus to actually take care of my body and spend time with my family. So take the other, so flip that coin. It's, Batman's about the money, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna make it's gonna make him less money if the this is I'm I'm I don't subscribe to this thinking. There's not much logic behind it, but it might be somebody. Like I feel like the tickets thinking. are sold. Yeah, well, but if I don't let Brad Marchand come and play in the All Star game, what will all the other players do? How many others will drop out, and will I have to suspend? Blah 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 blah. Literally, no one's gonna fucking drop out if you don't let suspended Brad Marchand come to the All Star game. I Not even his teammates are gonna drop out. They know what he did. They know who he is. I agree with that, but I'm Ooh, thinking, I hate Brad Marchand. I'm thinking so much like Gary Bettman, the lawyer. I know it. He's just mm. I have never hated. They need to do something with the All Star game. I mean, the fact that you're right, it's a farce that people get suspended for not going. Because it's such a farce that you get to choose when you're suspended. Yeah. Obi gets to choose either the game, the, before, game before or the game the game after. after. Well, what's really funny is Carey Price gets to choose, but Montreal has back-to-back right after. Ooh. So he doesn't really get to choose. Yeah, well. But no, Steve was talking about that too, because I guess the game, last game before is against Toronto. So Steve's like, I have a preference, but... <laughs> <laughs> Can we not drop the... Uh... Drop the uh, hat trick on us again. Um, I do have one other what's the message, Gary. And I do want to tie this back to Gary's statement that he doesn't think Tom Wilson is getting the message. Because the Miles Wood hit on Jamie Benn that took Jamie Benn out of the game made Jamie Benn... Out of several games. Yeah, Jamie Benn missed... Three? Either two or three games. He came back... The Winnipeg game last night. He missed the Caps game. I believe he missed another game before. There were that. three games in was between. Three game? yeah. I don't remember. I know at least two. All I know is that yeah, because I he have enough Dallas Caps players game. on my fantasy team to know how many games there were. I have Haskin. I do too. I have him and Tyler Sagan. Actually, no, I have Haskin and I have Klingberg. So fantasy was really touch and go for me this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, Klingberg was out. Aside the point. So we talked about this on Twitter because. Obviously, Devils fans didn't think the hit was that bad. Um, And I'm in a weird position as both a Devils fan and a Stars fan. And a fan of both players. And a fan of both players. I think that... And I'm going to come back to tying this back to Tom Wilson in a second. But I think that it was unnecessary. And I think that Wood shouldn't have done it. And I worry that Miles Wood is... Maybe starting to toe the line of becoming very Tom Wilson-like in his play. Because I've seen him throw some hits this season. And now he's only in his third season as a player. I was just going to say, he's a youngin. Yeah, he played his first full season last season. He has laid some hits that it makes me concerned 
that maybe he doesn't know where the line is, much like Tom doesn't know where the line is. But this is a hit where, and this is what ties it back to Tom Wilson. If Tom Wilson had laid this hit, Tom Wilson would have been thrown out of the game. Mm-hmm. So why does it apply to Tom Wilson? Tom Wilson had thrown that hit. He'd have been thrown out. He'd have been sent to the sin bin. He'd have gotten suspended. And Miles Wood didn't even go to the bin for it. And Jamie was hurt. It was a late hit. It was unnecessary. And we keep saying Tom needs to avoid unnecessary late hits. And Why Miles, doesn't everybody else? Miles Wood also follows upward with mm-hmm. his body, which is another concern because that's Tom's problem. Because everybody was talking about Dmitry Orlov laying hits in the Dallas game. But he stays low. He, first of all, he's not as tall as Tom is, mm-hmm. so it's not as much of a problem. But part of the difference between the way they hit is that Dmitry Orlov doesn't extend, he doesn't do the full body uppercut. Yeah, we'll just keep using that term. There's no better way to describe it. No. But I think that needs to be sort of, I, I termed it to someone the Bechdel test of hockey. If you would throw a fit over Tom Wilson laying this hit, maybe you should consider throwing a fit over the hit. Mm-hmm. Or reconsider, reevaluate the way you feel about Tom Wilson. The only little devil's advocate piece of that that I will throw in is that Tom Wilson has a history. Mm-hmm. So does Miles Wood. Yeah, but it's not as long. It's not as long because he's and... not as old. Right, exactly. So, But he's already been suspended for a stupid-ass hit this season. Well, then he needs to keep... Like, if you're going to give these guys punishment based on history... Give them punishment based on history. But you've noticed that that's not exactly something they're sticking to this No, season, not at you? all. I wish I could remember who it was that... Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Who it was that did what? Somebody should have gotten a suspension based on their history. Mm. Since Christmas. And I can't remember who it was. And I am not going to look it up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's Sorry, go we in. talk about this a lot when we get a little well, bit fed up I'm just tired of yeah. talking about people's suspension history because it all comes back to holding Tom Wilson to a different standard than other people are being held to. And what's the message, Gary? Like, if, if there's a message to get, let's make it consistent. And even then, what's the message, Gary? What message are you sending when you don't suspend players for hurting other players, but you suspend them for not wanting to go to your bullshit party where everyone's drunk. <clears throat> and not even the good part, because you got rid of the draft. That was fun. <laughs> i never forget Obi's drunk ass taking off more and more clothes as <laughs> he got drunker and drunker. But that's a mood, though. Mm-hmm. That's a very on-brand Julie mood. Oh my god, the See? drunker I get, the more I have to take off. See Julie yelling, I'm hot! In the middle of a hockey game. Oh my god. I didn't yesterday. No. Got cold. So let's, let's, uh, well, we're sort of tangentially talking to, uh, the Dallas Stars. So let's talk about Jim Lights. Jesus fucking Christ. There's just no, now, is he the owner or the, the CEO? Okay. Jim Nil, I believe, is the owner. Ah. Uh, um. Or the GM. I don't know who owns the Dallas Stars. I don't either. Jim Nil is the GM. I do know that. Um, one of the students that works for my sister's father is the assistant GM of the Dallas Stars. <laughs> get, us, um, get us the hook up, Amy. I mean, I can I can see what I can do. Although, what we're about to say on this podcast might not get us any kind of hook up. Jim Lights is... I don't know if he was... Like, what kind of executive, what kind of CEO makes a decision to basically badmouth his employees in the press? Like... Not to Without sus- having ever said anything to those employees. Correct. And literally, when I say make the decision to do that, he set up interviews with the express purpose of saying these things. Mm. He didn't have interviews on the schedule wherein all of these things just flew out of his mouth. This was his plan. He wasn't in an Uber. Right. Good lord. This was premeditated. Which is why it's even more fucked up. Like, it's fucked up enough to go, yeah, those guys on the hockey team that I run, they're pieces of shit. But to go and do an interview and say, Several these interviews two people specifically... That that I have paid 
great amounts of money to. The captain of my fucking team, who is signed through like 2024 and or something. And the other guy shit. who I just re-signed this summer and for obviously seven thought years. he was good enough for that. Seven years? Tyler, seven years or six years? Something. Some ridiculous amount. At some ridiculous amount of money. Yes. Wasn't it eight over eight? I can't remember. No, I can't. I just remember the cute little the video. video game. Yeah, it's just, it's bad business. Dude, I'm Period. pretty sure that at any other company, if you were not a hockey player, if you were, like, if your boss went and did that, I'm pretty sure you can sue. I mean, I'm pretty Actually, sure. Actually, I'm pretty sure that NHLPA is, is Working on maybe going to do yeah. that. Because it's not appropriate. And for them to think, yeah, I'm the shit for going out and do this. I'm going to make my hockey players better. You know how I feel about negative reinforcement being applied to literally anyone but Andre Burakovsky. Correct. It usually is unsuccessful. And it puts the... It immediately, like, sons the the fact that, like, let's pretend that he went out and said wonderful things about them. It still kind of puts the players in a weird spot, not knowing... It still brings the press into the room to say, hey, Jamie Benn, hey, Tyler Sagan, what do you think about what Jim Light's saying about you? Good, bad, or indifferent. Right. And they're unprepared. Oh, they were prepared. Well, by then they were. But, I mean, they had less than 24 hours to get prepared. I was actually really... Not Tyler, because Tyler tends to be more well-spoken. Mm-hmm. Although... I, and that's a lot of media training, because that kid has done some dumb shit. Well, it's funny. I'm going to bring up Dangle again, just because I love him. But he pointed out... He said, remember how there used to... There was old Tyler Sagan... And now there's new Tyler Sagan. He said, for like a millisecond, old Tyler Sagan showed up at that press conference. He said, because I guess I forget what he said the question was, but they asked him a question and he started off with, how do I feel about it? I mean, how I feel about it is. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, you could see the new Tyler pull the old Tyler back down inside wherever he was hiding. And put him away. Poor Tyler. But I feel bad for Tyler Sagan. to do that. I know. I mean, I feel way worse for Tyler than I do Jamie. Well, in different ways, I guess, because Jamie, like, this is his only team. Tyler's like a kicked fucking dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boston did him dirty. Oh, too bad a fucking 21-year-old wanted to party. No, he wasn't even 21. No, but they all, they both said the good hockey things you're supposed to say. Jamie was very well-spoken. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had the brain cells to rub together to do that. Somebody wrote it down for him, Julie. <laughs> it was not off the cuff. Come on! I mean, you could believe... Give that cow some Christmas credit. is over. You know, Santa's gone. So you can believe in the, the, the speaking ability, the contemporaneous speaking ability of Jamie Benn, but I personally don't. <laughs> Let that cow live his life. <laughs> The Oilers traded Kajulia, Kajulia, I can't say it, Kajulia, fuck, Kajula. it did not come, it didn't want to come out. The Oilers traded Kajula to the Blackhawks for Manning. Now, this sounds fucking normal until you realize that Manning's the one who broke Connor McDavid's collarbone and ruined his rookie year. That's not weird at all. Dude, there's everything, there is nothing not weird about anything the Oilers do in terms of trades. Period. I've decided. Like, I've decided that they've got a flow chart somewhere in their office that says, you want to make a trade? Yes or no. And if it says yes, the next box says, is it stupid and or weird? And if the answer is yes, the next make box the says, trade. do it. Dude, I don't get it. And supposedly, like, they asked Connor McDavid if he was okay with it. Like, what's he supposed to say? Like, yeah. It, that's that talk about being put into a tough position if you say yes okay that's a little weird and if you say no then, then it's, look at this diva who won't let us trade exactly yeah also i don't i wrote down this third bullet walsh starts asking questions about calgary i don't know what this is in reference to i don't either thank god you don't because i was like i don't know what she's talking i about. remember writing it down because it was something that made me go mm. But now I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the highlights. Tyler Lewington scored his first NHL goal. He 
He did. He got his first NHL assist. He also did. And, and then... Got in a fight. So, uh... Fisty McFisty Cups. Amy called him Fisty McFisty Cups last night. And, you know, he didn't go to the box a single time last night. I know. So did last night's game even really happen? It's, I mean... It's doubtful. Does a Hershey Bears game count if Tyler Lewington didn't go to the box? Liam O'Brien did. For a ghost. For a fake hoarding call. call. Yeah. And I tell you what, all of those, just back to the Hershey game for a little bit. Most of those Hershey boys, Liam in particular, I think they wanted to physically fight the refs. Oh, yeah. Do you, okay, so here's one thing we didn't talk about. Uh, Did you see that really weird ass sequence? That made you laugh really hard? No, that was the guy getting hit in the tailbone. There was a really weird sequence where the ref dropped the puck for a face-off. Oh, and, and, and everybody when, lost sight of the right, puck. When they went to play it, it flipped up and out of the circle over the Bears player's head. Towards us. Towards where we were sitting. So we saw where the puck went. Nobody else and did. And then the two like Admirals players who were back like played it down the ice and literally... No one in the face-off knew where the puck had gone, including the ref. And nobody moved. And they all stood there, and their, their heads were on a swivel, because they were looking for it. And the admirals are moved. literally playing the puck down the ice. That play did not stop. They did not redo the face-off. They kept playing. I just remember, I like saw Nathan Walker's confused little face, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Because he's just like... But I made a face and you didn't. Yeah. Yes. The one other one Amy referenced is someone took a slap shot from the point and hit an ads player in the ass, well, in the tailbone. His face when he whipped around to look at the offending shooter was the best thing I've ever seen at a hockey game. I almost fell out of my chair. I started laughing. She did, so hard. and I missed it. So I, I didn't even know fucking what had happened. Choked. It was so funny. I've seen dudes get hit with pucks before, but this dude whipping around, the look on his face. Like, who the fuck? It was so good. It was so good. So Tyler Lewington scored his first goal, first assist, first fight. Gordie Howe hat trick. Baby's first Gordie Howe in his second NHL game. So that's what Tyler Lewington's going to be like. Not going to help our penalty problems very much. Well, which is why he's back in Hershey. Well, well, that and Matt Niskanen came back. He was well, called yeah. up because Niskanen was hurt. Because mm-hmm. God, could more people be hurt? Uh, Madison Bowie also scored his first goal in that game, which we try our level best to lose. Um, Madison also had a fight in that game, so he was an assist Just short of a Gordie yeah. Howe. Yeah, we were on Gordie Howe watch for everybody that game. Actually, every goal scorer in that game was on Gordie Howe watch. Wilson was too, wasn't Wilson he? Wilson was the fight short. Again. Tom yeah. Wilson. He's for always For some the... reason, it's always the fight. Yep. He's always the fight short. Tom Wilson, in spite of all his flaws, has never had a Gordie Howe hat trick. And it's always the fight. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Both of those goals, all three of those goals... Came against a goalie by the name of Marcus Hogberg, who was unfortunately making his NHL debut against Ottawa that night. Or for Ottawa that night. I mean, sucks. if you're a goalie for Ottawa right now... Sucks to be you, my dude. Um, And speaking of goalies, Mackenzie Blackwood had two shutouts in a row. His third NHL start and his fourth NHL start were both shutouts. And he's currently backing up Keith. If Blackwood hadn't gotten hurt, I don't think he'd be backing up Keith. You mean Schneider. No, Schneider's hurt. Schneider's on IR. Right. You just said if Blackwood hadn't gotten hurt, he wouldn't be backing up Keith. Correct. I'm confused. Blackwood would be starting. Oh. Because they were riding Blackwood. Mm. Until, I believe, Dallas is when Blackwood went down. Okay. No, Arizona. Arizona was when he went down. And he went down hurt. And they pulled him right at the end of the first. And Keith played the rest of the game. Yeah, nope. They were putting Blackwood out there. Oh my. Well, I mean, it's, if you're going to debut two out of three shutouts in your first three games, uh, that was his, it was his first four games. Two were oh. shutouts and three were wins. So, I mean, the Devils are taking what they can get. Well, and they certainly can't get a win out of Corey Schneider in the last 365 plus more, days. More than 365 days now. Yeah. Corey Schneider has literally not had an NHL win in over a year. 
That's sad. I it know. makes me sad. I mean, it's a little bit funny, but it's sad. <laughs> it makes me sad for the devils because his contract is a nightmare. It sure the fuck is. What's he getting? Four mil to not win? He's got four more years. God damn. It's it's bad. Um, John Carlson finally named to the All-Star game after years of being snubbed. The thing is, though, not that he doesn't deserve it, but on a greater All-Star game point... It's a three-on-three game. I mean, it didn't used to be, but lately, it's a three-on-three game of shinny. How many defensemen do you really need? Let John Carlson game? play forward. Oh. All John Carlson wants to do is Y'all should have seen the twinkle in her eye before she whispered that magically across the table at me. I mean, that... I'd pay money to see that. Soup John Carlson and Brent Burns up and let them both play forward. Fuck! Let Braden Holtby play forward. That's what they should be doing for the All-Star game. Let them all switch positions. That would be lots of fun, actually. Send Yevgeny Kuznetsov and let him play goalie. I see that. That is the shit I would pay money for. I Batman, Batman, call me. I've fixed the All Star game. <laughs> I've got it. That's how people are going to be interested. Everybody plays a different position. Drunk. Drunk. Not hungover. Drunk. Still drunk. Well, because that's the way it is anyway. Yes, I mean Sidney Crosby. Dude, put Sidney Crosby in goal. Yes! See, I... Oh, see. Do you think he would do better than the average player because his sister is a goalie? Does he know secret goalie things? Is, he is does Phil, definitely weird enough does to Does Phil goalie. Kessel know secret hockey things because his sister is better than he is? Probably. Then, using that logic, probably. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, now all I can think of is the time that someone pointed out to... Um, Mirko Mueller on the Devils that his sister was better at hockey than he was. I mean... Do you think anyone ever says that to Sidney Crosby? Probably not, right? Oh, no. That's a chirp right there. Would I, love to, would I love to say that to his face? Would I be like, Taylor's better at hockey than you are? And just watch him cry. I mean, I don't know. My I've never had a brother. But if somebody told me or my sibling... That I or my sibling did something better than the other. Ooh. I would not cry. I would fume. Sidney Crosby has a personality and it's endearing and that's weird. Is my next Okay, goalie. you need to explain this one to me because... Did you? Okay. I've not seen the evidence. So, he was in the bin. I think they were... I don't know. Oh, with the stick. And he was getting, the, getting lit up. Yeah, I did. And he ended up sending a stick to the guy and said, Don't go so hard on me next time. Which, that's cute. It is. In contrast, I reckon that guy was not threatening Sidney Crosby's family. I reckon. Because that's what happened to Tom Wilson in St. Louis. Like, in what universe is that appropriate? It's just, it's not. Period. Full stop. Like, I don't understand. Like, I have a severe amount of hatred for Sidney Crosby. Would I ever threaten his family? No. No. I have. I know you have a severe amount of hatred for Brad Marchand, and he's done a lot to injure a lot of people. That does not mean that he deserves to, nor one should, make any kind of physical threat to him. Have his, his neck broken? Please, please, people! It's a fucking game. Why you have to be mad? Why you have to? Why you have to be mad? And Vitek Vanacek was named to the AHL All Star Game. And Elias Samsonov wasn't, because Vitek Vanacek's better. Holy. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Both of my highlights are about Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. So first of all, with the big dick energy. And the big dad energy. No, 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 just, no. Ovi's I'm not Michael Jordan hoodie. I mean. Big dick energy. Oh, yeah. Then, a goddess among plebs, humans, normies. Nastia Ovechkina, who knows how to use Instagram. Yeah, she does. Graces us on New Year's Eve with, oh, so many pictures. Of Obi's ass. Of Obi's ass. And it's such a good ass. It really is. So thank you, Nastia. Well, if she knows, she knows. For being the best. <laughs> now, on to my least favorite segment. Brian asks, why are the devils bad? Why are they not bad? 
Okay, surprise questions this week. Number one, Mojo played roughly 87% of the games while he was here in Washington. However, since being traded, he's only played in 42% of their games. Why is this the devil's fault, and what have they done to our sweet, sweet Marcus? Well, first of all... He's been injured. Well, it's not the devil's fault. It's two people's fault. Brad Marchand, Pierre-Luc Dubois. I know the first incident. I'm not familiar Pierre-Luc Dubois is why he's out right now. Oh. Well, yeah, it's not... The Devils haven't done anything to our sweet, sweet Marcus. not the Devils' fault. Other hockey players have done things to our sweet, sweet Marcus. Not allowing him to play. He's so sweet, and they're so mean to him. The Devils love him. They treat him very well. Yes. Brad Marchand can suck a fuck. Can suck a fuck. Have you never seen Donnie Darko? No. Oh, my God. Question number two from Brian. Hines has a record with the Devils of 126, 122, and 38, which, Brian notes, is below 500 unless you do dumb hockey math. That's Brian. DeBoer was 143, 93, and 41. A much better record. Although, I'm going to... It's really not that much better. I'm going to... And I'm going to throw in my little two cents here. That was the era of the endless trap game. So was the first year Hines worked for them. I know. Because they had finished the question and yes. I'll get into it. DeBoer got fired and Hines got an extension. Did they not think they could find another coach capable of going 500? Or were they just blinded by Taylor Hall's MVP season? So there's two things I want to take into account here. Where were the losses more stacked at the beginning or the end of DeBoer's run? Mm, were the losses more stacked at the beginning of Hines's run? Hines... The reason they keep giving for Heinz's extension is that the he's only in his third year. Mm-hmm. He's been working to change the culture, which was their shitty trap hockey that they've been playing for years. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is Taylor Hall because Heinz is the coach Taylor Hall is crediting with helping him become that MVP. But I don't think mathematically I have enough information to really make the judgment. That's fair. But I know what they're saying, which is that they had to change the culture before they could get better. I, they're at the bottom of the league. I mean, and I don't... They're not quite at the bottom that they were, but they're still at the bottom. I honestly, I don't think it's all Hines. I, first of all, the Devils have had the same issues half the rest of the league have had with players being healthy. Mm-hmm. They have no goaltending. They barely have any defense, and they have hardly any scoring ability. So it's not, as I have said to Brian before, because Brian and I have had this conversation more than once, it's not necessarily on Heinz. He's doing what he can with what he's got, and he doesn't have much. Mm. And I made this comparison. I was like, they're, and I hate to pick on Andy Green, but it's like if... Brooks Orpic was our captain. Oh, and that's what you depended on to be your number one defenseman every night. Which that's that what you got. To begin with, yeah. He's older. He's slow. He's doing his best. He's one of their better defensemen. Now imagine if Brooks Orpic was one of our best defensemen. That's your hockey team. Mm. That's what John Hines has to work with. And yeah. he's just rotating kids from bingo up because there's nothing he can do. There's no talent there. His two, he has the top scorer on the team that's healthy right now is Kyle Palmieri. And Kyle Palmieri's on the top line with Nico Heischer and Jesper Brad. Their other two scorers are on IR. Taylor Hall, on IR. And Marcus Johansson, too. Mm -hmm. Because Marcus Johansson's been busting his ass to get them to overtimes. It's just, there's, there's no talent in Jersey. And that's. I, if that's yeah, you not can Heinz, change the game all you want. If you I mean, Heinz, Heinz could be the best coach in the league, but if that's all you've got, mm-hmm. and you've got Corey Schneider in your goal, Corey, I haven't won a game in over a year, Schneider, mm-hmm. groin of glass, and Keith Kincaid, who wants to be a starting goalie, and I love Keith, but I don't know if he's got it in him. How old is he? Keith? Mm-hmm. He's not 20. I mean, not 30. Yeah. But is he closer to 30 than he is? Uh, yeah, I was going to say he's closer to 30 than he is 20. Yeah. Um, I mean... What I'm saying is I I don't think you can hang it on Heinz. No. I like Heinz's coaching style. I wish some coaches that 
I'm more familiar with would adopt a little bit of it, which is you fucked up and now you're going to sit on the bench mm-hmm. because you're not going back out there. I mean, he'll even do that to Taylor Hall. That's he has balls. done that to Taylor Hall. That's balls. Yeah. I like that. I mean, like, you're having a shitty game. You can sit for a while. I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I like I said. I don't think it's entirely on Heinz, and I can. I'm just gonna keep repeating the same shit over. So, <laughs> so this has been Brian asks, "Why are the Devils bad?" Perhaps because the staffing. <laughs> that was almost in complete harmony. Everything. <laughs> All right, we have listener questions as well from people that aren't Brian, from people like Katie, from Katie. How will Miro Heiskanen place in the fastest skater competition? He's fast. He is super duper fast. I mean, like, because we went to the, the Dallas game and he was, he's fast. He's not like Nathan Walker fast, but who is? No. I'd like to see Nathan Walker match up against some of them. That kid is fast. He really is. He will bust his ass. He's also teeny tiny. He's little. He's got a lot less to move. Um, I think Heiskanen would do pretty well. I don't know who else is in fastest yeah, skater. It, it all this depends. Year. Yeah. Um, is McDavid's in? Obviously, McDavid usually wins, right? I, I think the last two years he did. So do I think Heiskanen can take McDavid? Maybe McDavid's got more hair in the way this year. Flow slowing it down. After watching Christian Juice and Madison Bowie chase Connor McDavid down, I think Heiskanen can do it. I think I'll be tuned in. Probably from my couch. Probably. Also from Katie, considering the article I just read, or that she just read, that legit said, quote, next decade or two, is the Heiskanen hype canon a little too premature? How much is honest hype versus distraction from lights in your humble opinion? I was on the Heiskanen hype train before the shit with lights hit the fan, so. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I was too. Because I'd already seen him in person play before lights opened his yap. Yeah, and I mean, let's just take everything that comes out of a hockey CEO's mouth with a tiny grain of salt. Yeah, the garbage. Um, the only hockey CEO I trust is Uncle Ted, and I don't trust him that much. Yeah, exactly. Like, the only one I know well enough to consider is Ted, and even then, I you go, Ted, come on. How about that inaugural Southern Winter Classic, which means uh, these are all Dallas-based questions. Yeah, well, um, Kitty lives in that area, so she's, she's primarily a star. So fan. I know that you and I have talked about it a little bit, like who the star's opponent may be. So the stars have not, the stars will host the 2020 um, Winter Classic for the first time in the South. They will have it at the... They can't have it at the football stadium. Shit. I forgot place. Cotton Bowl. It's at the Cotton Bowl. So Dallas is going to have the first winter classic in the South at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Um, I'm pretty excited for it regardless of who they're playing. I've looked at some hotel rooms, but unfortunately you can't book a hotel room this far in advance. I tried. should be able to. I tried. I don't know if I would go if it was somebody I didn't give a fuck about. Mm. A lot of people are saying that they'll play Vegas, which I don't feel like is correct. That seems to be the overwhelming theory. <laughs> the Jersey Devils were lobbying for it to be them because a lot of a set, like two or three of their players are from Texas. Ooh. Yeah, it's got to be somebody else out west, though. It's got to be one of their rivals. I mean, it's going to be the Blackhawks, let's be real. Fuck a duck if it's the fucking Blackhawks. It's not going to be Nashville because they're getting something. Are they? I think so. They just recently had the, well, fairly recently had the All-Star game. Um, They're getting some other kind of outdoor game, I'm pretty sure. I think St. Louis Louis or Colorado are likely. Maybe Colorado would be the all-green game. (laughs) More Dallas questions. Will Ben or Wood come out on top in the previously discussed Department of Player Safety's moneymaker talent market strength punishment algorithm? She said caps were ironic at first, but I real but while typing I realized there was probably a trial by formula style liability equation sitting somewhere at the Department mm-hmm. of Player Safety. Uh, this is really funny because and I left it in here even though I knew the answer by the time well before we got to around to recording this, mm-hmm. which is that Department of Player Safety didn't even look at it. If they had, I would assume they would definitely throw the book at wood. Yeah. Jamie's way too marketable. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in a talent threshold kind of way or a market strength kind of way, but he's a good old Canadian boy. True. Prime grade A Canadian beef. Mm. 
And by beef, we do mean bovine beef. From Lindsay, who should be the last men in at the All-Star Game for all four divisions? And I would like to note that this was accompanied by a gif of Gabe Landeskog. Mm. So I'm going to pull up. Yeah, I was just going to say, I need to refresh her on who our yeah, choices I, are. I know who I've been voting for, but I, I don't. So let's do Atlantic Division first because it's on the left side of the page. Atlantic Division, you can vote for Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner is who I've been voting for. I'm going to be going. honest. Yes, keep going. Dylan Larkin. Yeah. Alexander Barkov. Yeah. Shea Weber. Yeah, no. Mark Stone. No. Braden Point of the Tampa Bay Bradens. No, thank you. Or Morgan Riley. Fuck, it's Jeff Skinner. I, Jeff's going to win. Even if I had even an inkling of not voting for Jeff Skinner. It's, well, it's either going to be Jeff or Morgan Riley. Toronto Maple Leafs captain Morgan Riley. Yeah. Um, I'll leave Metro for last. Central Division voting has Jonathan Taze. No. Gabe Landeskog. Possible. Tyler Sagan. Yes. Zach Parise. No. Philip Forsberg. No. Vladimir Tarasenko. Or Patrick Laine. Oh, no, not unless I can vote his beard in just by itself. Which he doesn't even have. Yet. I know. Um, yeah, it's, that's Tyler. It's blonde sex pest or brunette sex pest? Brunette sex pest. I was voting for Tyler, but then the Colorado Avalanche voted. I like, know, they bribed persuaded people with a dog. Persuaded me that I should be voting for Gabe. They bribed people with a dog. They really, really did. Mm-hmm. Landis dog. Pacific Division, Ryan Getzlaff, Oliver Ekman Larson. These are bad choices. Aw, don't be mean to OEL. Mark Giordano, Leon Dreisidel, Andre Kopitar, Logan Couture, Brock Besser, or Jonathan Marcheseau. You can send Brock back. I've been voting for Besser, yeah. Yeah. Now, the Metro Division is where I've been splitting my votes. Of course. And I'm not sorry. Metro Division, Amy's favorite, Tudo Teravainen. Ah. Nick Foligno. Mm-hmm. Anders Lee. Max Zuccarello. The boom. Jacob Voracek. Chris Letang. Yeah. And the two I've been splitting my votes between, Kyle Palmieri and Nick Backstrom. Oh, I'd love to see Nick go again, although I don't think he had a very good time last time we went. But we're looking at a whole new Nick Backstrom now. That's true. Long gone is Nick Backstrom who hates everything. Yeah, he smiles now. we have now. weird Nick Backstrom who smiles at things. Mm, I don't know. I Yeah, I would like to see Nick go. I've been putting in my 10, but you get 10 ballots per day. I've been doing five with Nick and then going back and doing five with Kyle. Hey, there you go. So, I don't know, man. I want oh, Kyle to go. <laughs> I think, I mean, like, if Taylor Hall stays on IR, Kyle will replace him. Oh yeah, there you go. If if Kyle doesn't get voted in, Kyle will replace him. And I think if if Kyle does get voted in and Taylor comes back, or if Kyle gets voted in and Taylor doesn't come back, I would imagine they send Boyle again. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Everybody it's loves fun. Brian Boyle. Yeah. Who doesn't fucking love Brian Boyle? No, don't answer that, because if you don't, I don't want to know who you are. I don't yeah. want to be friends with you. From Lindsay. How about that Toronto goalie depth? Wow, that just disappeared like a fart in the wind, didn't it? Yeah, um, well, so let's see. They had, of course they have Freddie. They have, who's Freddie's normal backup that's injured now? Sparks. Thank you. I wanted to say Pickard, and I knew that wasn't right, because they sent, they put Pickard on waivers, and he got picked up by Philly? No. Yeah. Yeah. Pickard played for Philly. They put McElhaney and Pickard both on waivers. Pickard went to Philly. McElhaney went to Carolina. And now they have... Two injured goalies and what's his face Hutchinson. Poor Hutchinson really got put through the ringer. He did, although he won one yesterday. Yeah. They're about to learn in really interesting ways how valuable Freddie is to them. And Freddie's hurt too. Well, f- yeah, both of their their. They're their, learning. They're yeah. learning to appreciate Freddie Anderson in new and different ways. Yeah. From Lindsay, in Hershey news. I'm interested in your take on this. I was pretty concerned when Axel Janssen Fjellby bailed to go back to Sweden. What do you guys reckon? And what she attached was an article or a clip from an article from NBC Sports Washington that says Axel Janssen Fjellby is struggling. Since returning to his SHL team, he has yet to score through 12 games. An article from the Swedish outlet Expressen 
tried to get to the root of the problem, and, well, if what it says is true regarding Janssen Fialbi's expectations were this season, then Caps fans should be concerned. The translation of the article is rough as it comes from Google Translate, but the gist of it is that he came to North America after a breakout postseason performance in the SHL under the assumption that he would be in the NHL. It does not seem like he was expecting to be sent to Hershey. Janssen Fialbi has tremendous speed, but the North American game takes some time to adjust to. To think he would simply step into an NHL lineup, especially for a championship team that returned most of its roster, seems presumptive. Hopefully someone gets in his ear in the off season and he comes to training camp next season with more realistic expectations for what his role will be and what it will take to get there. I do not foresee him coming back next season and stepping right into the NHL without any time in the AHL. I agree with that. My thought on that though is... I kind of got ex- Yeah. Oh yeah. Those expectations were never realistic, but... My point is, somebody, and, and that article kind of says it too, who were people feeding those expectations? Were they just his? Or And or, who's there to say to him, look, here's where the team's at. Here's what you can expect. Right. Did he? Was there somebody like that? Like, there's a lot that we don't know. Right. But I kind of got that feeling from him in general when he was in Hoshii, that it it never seemed like he really wanted to be there. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because he's a good hockey player. It's just... There are very, very few really good hockey players who step right into the NHL from European free agency. Well, not European free agency. Well... He was drafted and he was right. signed to the Caps, but... Right, but... And how and how long ago was that? Do we know? It wasn't that long. Two seasons, maybe? I don't even think it was that long. Right. So what I'm saying is, how many, how many folks, how many, how many kids from Europe get drafted, aside from, you know, your basic, like, first rounders, right. and end up on an NHL team the next season? Like, I zero. Mean, so, even either, first rounders don't make it on the team immediately sometimes. Yeah, some do. Some even don't. a first rounder in D.C. would not make the team immediately. Yeah, considering where the team is at. Like, look at Alex Alex. Right, right. I don't think that was his expectation. And he got sent back to his junior team because that's where he needed to be. And Janssen Fialbi needs to understand that that's where he needs to be. And it's playing in Hershey. And it's not, oh, well, I didn't get what I wanted, so I decided I was going to go do this. Yeah. Yeah. I I think a lot of it is sort of tantrum-y. Oh, it definitely seems tantrum-y. Um... I'm just curious as to, like I said, who's who's in the background? Is this just, I'm, obviously it's him saying this is what I want and I didn't get it, so boo on you. And I'm going, but, ba- I'm going to go back to Sweden yeah. and play with my friends who yeah. have re-signed here because I can do that. And I just, like, is Nick Backstrom going to sit this guy down and be like, Well, Look. or somebody, like whoever, his management, his parents, his, you know. <laughs> like, who on this team is willing to be like, look. Or a coach somewhere, yeah. whether it's in Hershey or if it's Reardon, to sit him down and say, look, here's where the team's at, here's you, here's where you may fit if X, Y, and Z happen. And but- X, Y, and Z may be changes to the team, it may be changes to his game, it may be a combination of the two. Yeah, But he has to put in the work. Right. And I think fucking I think off back told to Sweden that. is putting in the work. Yeah, no. If someone has told him that, he has decided to say, fuck it anyway. Mm. In which case, that's worse than... Fuck him, then. Yeah. We're not going to hold out a lot of hope. man on hair. Beautiful Axel Janssen Fialbi for now. It doesn't matter how pretty you are if you're a dick. You know? Um, so next time, we may have some special guests. We do have quite a few special guests planned so far this we do. I'm really looking Beginning forward to Beginning of this year, it. we are hoping to get some folks on for the next episode. Um, we are also hoping to get Amy fully healthy so we can do terrible things like drink Naco. Um, yeah, on video. That'll be an interesting little addition to. Yeah, it's going to suck. <laughs> There's no way it's going to go well. There's no way that tastes good. Like, well, did we get the, fl- the flavor he doesn't like? Maybe. 
I mean, exactly what is this beverage? It's an energy drink. Okay. And that's all we That's know. all I know about it. Okay. And do we know the flavor? Cola. Oh, Jesus. I'm scared. I know. I that was hoping they would like, get the tropical flavor or something. That tropical no. could be anything. Like, I don't know. Give me a concrete flavor. Cola. That ain't no concrete flavor. Cola. Dude. <laughs> it's like when you drink regular flavor Red Bull. Jolt, RC, and Coca are all cola. I love that. How old are you that you just referenced Jolt and RC in the same I'm sentence? I'm fucking old, okay? <laughs> Amy gave me double birds on <laughs> uh, Message us on Twitter. We are at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. That's where we've got all of our interesting little side things that content. we can't spend like um, 30 minutes talking about on this yeah. podcast. Your weekend book reviews that we're going to... shopping guides. Shopping, some some gift guides. We've got the full pictorial of the big box of Swedish shit. Some history on the Tulsa Oilers. Yeah, some, some things stuff. you might want to read, some things you might want to see pictures of that we've talked about, and, you know, sort of an extension of the conversation, so to speak. It's not It's not just a podcast, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know about all that. And uh, thank you for putting up with my, what, what I called my sexy voice when I came over to Julie's house the other day. It was so much more raspy than, no. That's true. That was a week ago, almost, <laughs> was it? No, it was something like three days ago. Oh my god! I know. It's been, it's, it's, 2019 is moving in a very strange time. Time is a fake construct. So is goalie interference. So is icing. We might not know. So what. is slashing, apparently. True. Um, so if you have questions about any of those things, keep them to yourself. Hockey's rules are fake. Not um, as fake as footballs, though. Well, yeah, and that's a whole other story for a whole other podcast that we will never be doing. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you for listening. Bye.